0: Like, even that Ed Sheeran, when Ed Sheeran hanging out of yeah. she was, like, trying to because I don't think we sound different in the first place. Like, he, like... That That's bizarre. bizarre. Yeah. But that, our driver said this, so he could definitely hear different. So, I think it's just even...
1: My driver today asked me if I was from Australia.
2: Oh.
1: At the southern accent, I um, guess he... like really? He couldn't tell, if it was US or Australia. Again. That's bizarre.
2: Welcome to Zila Food. Zila is the German word for soul, so soul food but Zila food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zila Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Ali Portee, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed, so let's begin. Welcome to London, I. All right, so I don't have a British accent, and the British would really like be upset with me because that was a terrible accent. But uh, this is episode number three with country music band Lanco. Uh, this is an interview from March's C2C festival here at the London O2 Arena. I sat down with the five guy band to talk about music, faith, performing in the UK, and humility. These guys were great. It was like being home in the American South when talking to them. Their music is rooted in the Southern storytelling of country music with a modern punch of rock and roll. They're the only country music fan to achieve a platinum single prior to a debut album release. With the second week number being a number one, that song was Greatest Love Story. Uh, Their story begins in the small towns where all five bandmates, lead lead vocalist Brandon Lancaster, bassist Chandler Baldwin, multi-instrumentalist Jared Hampton, drummer Trip Howell, and lead guitarist Eric Steedley were raised. After they crossed paths in Nashville during their early 20s, Lanco bonded over that shared Southern adolescence while hoping to build a new life in a bigger city. So strap in and get ready for a great interview with country music band Lanko. And so I've interviewed some country music artists before, but it's nice to be able to do a one-on-one with you guys. Yeah. And when I was driving some things up from South Carolina back in September to D.C., your song, Greatest Love Story, just kept playing on the <laughs> radio. So it's nice to be in front of all of y'all yeah absolutely. yeah so let's uh jump right in um how does it feel to be in the uk is it y'all's first time here performing
3: it's definitely our first time performing it's most of our first time being here i think okay. brand's been to ireland before but
0: yeah i've been to ireland scotland italy which is not here. but uh i've been mm-hmm. i've been over to europe before but never, yeah that was years ago we've never been over here as a band so we're, we're excited we uh We've known we've had a fan base over here for a few years now we've had people like tweeting at us and, and hitting us up that they're from here and they wish we get over here so it's good to finally get over here and, and be able to play a show a few shows
2: yeah and do y'all feel like you're coming home in the sense the fiddle and the guitar like these sounds i feel come from this part of the world yeah first and foremost yeah so.
0: yeah absolutely i mean i think that if you like look at the origins of country music coming from hillbilly music coming from Appalachian music, which was all like Irish, you know, a lot of Irish immigrants, which is the banjo and the, the mandolin, a lot of those instruments. So um, it definitely, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a, a sound that, that, you know, has evolved over time, but its roots and its origins definitely, you know, come from Europe, and so it's cool to, to be back here, and, and I mean, it's, it's a lot of time in between then and now, but it's cool to, uh, to come back to, a, yeah, the, the origin, a lot of country music's traditional sounds
2: mm-hmm. yeah and um what do you have to say to your uk fans and fans that might maybe be coming from other parts of europe because ah. in germany it's growing a little right. bit a grassroots kind of country um scene there so how does that make y'all feel and what do you have to say to your european fans
0: yeah i think that um i think that's one special thing about country music that that kind of makes it stand out is um you know it obviously uh, really developed like the the huge huge massive following in the United States, but I think a lot of the themes and a lot of the the storytelling aspects that you can find in country music uh, can cross all borders and can relate to people of all different uh, uh, origins and, and nationalities, and so I think that it's really cool that that music that's important to us and that we kind of grew up on and uh, and but the kind of theme of it all. Uh, has has impacted people over here that they're investing in it, and um, they're you know, it's it's important. It's just it's cool because it kind of shows they can kind of cross all borders, and that's a, I, I I really believe the music should bring people together, and the fact that we're you know part of a genre that's continue to do that, and now doing that over overseas is, is really special for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: it's cool too because a lot of the songs that we that we put out are songs that are about our lives, mm-hmm. and so it's cool that people and different places can relate, you know, to what we do, or doing the same things just, you know, over here.
2: Do you think that's why country music is relevant and resonates with a lot of people because of that storytelling?
1: Uh, for sure, you know, it's, um, even if it's not your story, there's always, you know, it's like watching a movie, it might not be your story, but you can relate to somebody, a character in that movie, um, it, it, yeah, I do believe
0: that.
2: Yeah, why country music? Why not another genre like rock or?
0: Yeah, uh, I think you know. I think that when you're when you start out playing music, you're you kind of faced with that. You know, you start mm-hmm. like I started playing piano when I was four and started playing guitar when I was nine and started writing songs when I was a teenager. Um, and what you find is that all right, you now have these tools and and what are you going to build with it? You know, what's if you're building a house, like you can build any kind of house. What mm-hmm. what do you want to build and? When you take these tools for us as a band, um, we all have different tools that we use to create music. And, um, you know, kind of to blank canvas, you can do anything you want. But I think that when you're an artist, you should create art that is as honest as possible and that is your worldview and your perspective as, as much as possible because that's ultimately the thing that you have going for you. There's a lot of people out there that may play guitar or write songs, but they didn't grow up in Smyrna, Tennessee. So I can talk about that. You know, there's a lot of people out there that that are in bands but they didn't live in, in Nashville like we did. They didn't play a lot of those places that we did. So we can give a, a, a world view that's, that's unique to us, but also can relate to a lot of people. But I think that country music was just something, we all have different influences. We all like rock music. We like pop music. We like all kinds of things. Um, but our home base, we just knew that the place that we kind of all got along and something we all agreed on was country music. We, we grew up in Tennessee, Kentucky, and Georgia. So that was a, a very um, relevant, Thing growing up in those places was country music, and I grew up in Nashville, so for sure, for me, I, I grew up around that culture. So I think that uh, it's just our home base because it's something that that we understand the most and the best, and that we can uh, give the most honest worldview on.
2: And did y'all? I I think some of y'all were in college bands, right? Were, were they rock bands or country bands? Or, or when y'all came together, did y'all yeah. decide? Of, well, obviously, you knew you wanted to be a country band, but um, from your background experience, do you feel that um, in country music, uh, or from your rock experience and your college band experience, do you feel that that's what y'all wanted to do? Um,
0: yeah, we were all we were all in different bands. Like I've been in bands my whole life, and yeah. I've been in all kinds of bands. I've, that's kind of what helped lead the self-discovery of country music. Was I in high school? I was in like some pretty heavy rock bands and. It never felt that honest, um, like even the guys in my band, I felt like they were way more into it than I was, and they were, they just, it was more honest to them than it was to me, and, and then in college I was in more like a a folk, like Americana rock band, and so I, I really loved the, like I loved Bob Dylan, and I love James Taylor, and I loved kind of the way that they, I love their phrasing, and I love the sonic aspects of an acoustic guitar and telling a story, so. Um, I really got into that, but then I love high energy of shows, so I love that aspect of rock music. So I, I was more like an Americana, um, folk rock type band in college. Um, but then in doing that, just kept writing country songs. <laughs> so for me, it was like, well, I'm writing country songs, just like Americana rock band. And then I, but i no one else in my band at the time was really like wanted to be in a country band, and so that was a big thing of finding these guys was.
2: Because y'all knew y'all wanted to be on a country band, too, or?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I think the, the thing is we've all played a lot of different kinds of music, you know, and I, I used to play around, I used to go in the studio a lot and play for this guy or this guy, you know, and be required different things, you know, styles to play, but the thing that feels most honest when you are from, from a rural area, you know, mm-hmm. in the States and in the South, is, is um, that storytelling of country music is just real life, and it's, it's always been around you you know and, and really part of your culture and then you relate so closely to it that you know if you're going to be up on a stage um, playing the music and, and connecting with people the most honest thing that truly feels like country so I think even whether we realized it or not you know that was a thing that we'd, we'd find our place in that. I'm
1: trying to think back to when we made the record because like when we started working on this project and make this record we didn't say all right we're going to start a country band Mm -hmm. um we kind of just started making music Mm -hmm. that was honest to us and we went to the studio it was like let's make a record and see where it lands and and thankfully country adopted it you know country said you know we were able to find our path in country music but um there was never like a we just kind of made honest music and that's where it landed.
0: Yeah, it defi- I'll say that, yeah. We definitely never, like, boxed ourselves in. It's like, I, if you're, like, in Nashville, there's a difference between, like, the rock scene, and the country world of blah. Mm-hmm. But we, we played every, we played a country venue. We played a rock club. We played everywhere. And it, it definitely was that thing where you may, like, land, like, all right, yeah, country band. Like, we'll play this country bar. But you can't, when you're an artist, someone it's kind of disheartening to limit yourself to anything, like, you should make the music that you want to make. The way that Hank Sr. did, he didn't even know what country music was, he just was making that music, and mm-hmm. people started calling it country music, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just the music I make, and even with us, that's kind of always been an attitude, it's like, I remember, like, we have banjo in, like, a lot of our music, but there are, like, songs that, I had someone like, why don't you put a banjo in it to make it more country, it's like, the banjo doesn't dictate whether, whether it's, it's country, country like, or not, like, yeah. like I'm, kind of, like, I'm from Tennessee, I just make music. You can call it country, you don't have to, you, can, you know, if it is country, good for you. If it's not, I mean, that's all right, like, yeah. we just make music that we like to make. It, it does fall mm-hmm. into the country category for multiple reasons, but it's not premeditated. We just make music that we like to make it.
2: And when you met um, Mr. Joyce, is that when it became country mm-hmm. and when, okay, y'all are just still making He's music? He's more like loved. a rotten uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's a. I mean, he's produced Eric Church and Little Big Town, Carrie, but he's also produced like Cage the Elephant and Fiddler and like a bunch of serious rock bands. And Jay is absolutely anti doing anything because you should have to do it. Mm -hmm. It's do whatever you want to do, and forget everyone else. You know, like just make the music you like making. And so um, Jay's role was really just making sure everything was tightened up, making sure that we were reaching our maximum potential Make sure that we were thinking outside the box it was like i'm gonna play this chord well why you know Mm -hmm. what if you did it this way what if you played it on this guitar what if you did it with this different guitar pedal um what if you sang it this way instead of just singing it like you were singing it And so jay's thing was more just like expanding our mind honestly and it kind of um just pushing us to be the best version of ourselves that we could be but um yeah, Jay, Jay is definitely, mm-hmm. Jay doesn't care about anything when it comes to labels or categories, like, um, so he just gets in there and starts making music, and you kind of find when you're in the studio with him, you start finding that you become like that, you're, you just start doing whatever you want to do, and there's kind of no rules, and then you're left with music, and you start listening to it, and you're like, man, that got cool, <laughs> that got quick, <cool. laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, we're putting out music
1: that's brutally honest. It's just, it, like if you listen to our record, you know us. That's as honest as we can be. Even mm-hmm. stylistically, it wasn't like there was like, again, there was never a thing where it was like we're going to be a country band. It was just like
2: doing what you love. Yeah,
1: we we made the record and that's just kind of us. Luckily, country in in the states especially adopted
3: mm-hmm. it. I would say if you if you're looking for a spot, you know, a moment to, to find it as being in country, I mean, you just look at the songs, you know, mm-hmm. lyrical content, I mean, it's, they're, they're just, you know, we can try to put country in a box of sounds and, and different styles, but that's just gonna change. It always has, but it's really just honest music about real people's lives, but knowing that's what our songs are, and so.
0: I think, too, like, even the Greatest Love Story, like, there's a lyric, you're riding shotgun in my car, mm-hmm. and I had, like, multiple songwriters in Nashville tell me I should change it to truck, I remember being like, says who? Like, I grew up in Smyrna, Tennessee, and I had a truck for like two days, and I got rid of it because I couldn't afford the gas, so I drove a car, and I drove down the river with my girlfriend. Like, you don't really get to dictate, like, if one word in the song makes it like not country enough, then... Where are you from again, anyway? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And most Southerners... Or how much money do you have? <laughs> yeah,
2: I think most high school kids have cars, actually, if you oh, look yeah, at right. the high school parking yeah, lot. Yeah. So. A truck is like
3: 30 grand minimum. That? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: that's true. <laughs> so for each of y'all, which, what which is a song in your iPods or whatever you, you have or your iPhones that's not a country artist that you kind of can't stop listening to? What other artists are influencing y'all? Apparently. It's tough <laughs> because there's so yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah, well, what's Only one, one song you, you can't now. stop listening to that...
4: Yeah? Uh, I've been listening know. to this band called The Dig, mm-hmm. and they have the song tied up, which you showed me. <laughs> I literally <laughs> was about to say that, and you stuck. Uh, um,
0: for me, there's so, I go in and out of this like listening yeah. band, and it's like a mood that's just set. It's not just one song. It's just their whole, like, I got really it like two years ago didn't listen to it for a couple now I'm, like backing up all their records again which is dawes yeah. and, um i like it been on a dawes kick it's, just, it's also like the best like getting ready in the morning music like turn on my phone and like start playing that record and <laughs> i know like i get ready in like five songs time and it's I'm ready to go.
1: I don't know if mm-hmm. what I've been listening to currently is going to influence our sound. Uh, <laughs> it'd be funny, but I've been on a uh, Bob Marley and the Wailers kick mm-hmm. um, listening to the record Exodus. Like, I literally can't stop. I've listened to it like 800
3: times. times. We're also going to Mexico uh, next week. So. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, record I've been killing lately, just, I just love, like the whole record, the Anna uh, Anne of the North. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm really into that, kind of like, I don't even know what you call it, like pop, but just those sounds are Oh. Yeah. We also love Kings of
0: Leon. Come around sundown.
4: It's mm-hmm. a good record too. Okay. Flash, yeah. yeah. So those aren't it's necessarily cool. songs. Or we consume a lot of music, and yeah. it it's, it bridges a lot of genres gaps. I mean, we still listen to country a lot as well, and we love keeping up with new records that come out. But mm-hmm. I think you know we also want to be like aware of new sounds and of new songs, and you know just be current. So.
2: Yeah, it's irrelevant it relevant in that aspect, okay. And um, how have y'all been able to build a community around your music and not just a fan base?
0: Yeah, um, I think too that kind of goes back to the being honest thing. I think that when you're releasing music, the way that people, they don't know you, they've never met you, mm-hmm. the only thing they know about you is, is the, the songs, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that um, it kind of goes back to like when we were starting playing these bars, playing house shows. Um, a lot of times, it, I'd say fans came out. It wasn't really fans. It was like our friends coming out, like our girlfriends. <laughs> and so if it wasn't honest, it it would be weird. They, they wouldn't understand. They'd like, wait, did you just say that you were dot, dot, dot? dot? You've never done that. Um, and so it had to be real. But what we learned through that was that um, when we go out now in, in yeah. all these random places in the United States, and then even go overseas and play internationally, when people are singing the lyrics back to you, it means that in that moment, you have that song in common. Something about that song impacts them. Something about those lyrics. I think the more honest your lyrics are, the more that it's not just they like it because it's catchy or it's this or that. It's like they're they're really relating to that. And then they, and our, our music, we try to reflect who we are as people as much as we can so that when people are listening to our music and they're singing it back to us, it's not just music, it's a connecting point, it's a conversation, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of creates a community, because it's a lot of people that have something in common, that have these lyrics in common, this music in common, as opposed to, um, you know, it's just like, they have one catchy song that I just want it doesn't relate to me at all, but I like to sing it. So, um, I think that it just is, through the authenticity of our music, we've found that, that people enjoy our music and listen to our music on kind of a deeper level, that's a little more
3: community-based. And it's not fan It's not just something that we have in common with that one person in the audience, and they have in common with us. It's, it's that person in the audience has these
4: songs in common with all the other strangers are sitting are sitting yeah. next to, yeah. um, which is like the definition yeah. of community. So
2: And how do you go about songwriting? Like, I'm just amazed at how country artists are able to write things that anyone can relate to, probably in any part, most any part of the world. Okay. Like. How it's a gift. It has to be a gift. How are y'all able to put words together that are relatable? Uh,
0: magic. No. No. Uh. Do you
2: use your own life experiences or friends' life experiences? I
0: think I think people are different. For me, my writing process. I actually get weird about what the writing process is because sometimes with songwriters, there's like a thing where like. Like, professional songwriters, like, you have to turn in a certain amount of songs. Like, you have a quote, I'll a job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can get in this, like, weird cycle of just, like, let's just write a song to write a song. And it's, like, for me, though, writing a song is difficult. It takes hours, and it takes it's, – it's it's a lot of brain power. So I have to, like, feel good about it. I have to feel inspired. So for me, I, like – like, all of us do this, but, um, like, big thing songwriters do is it, it is – Pulling lines out of conversation. So if we're talking about something, if last night we we're talking about it, um, somebody's like, "Ooh, what you just said—that's a line in the song." And you write that down, and then you create a song around that. And you talk about, Man, "What was? What were we thinking about when I said that?" What? Or maybe I. But if, if that's not there, if there's not like already a line, I've sat down in rooms and literally been like, "Y'all have y'all are in relationships? Or you like, what's the last <laughs> fight you and your girlfriend got about? What was it about? You know, what was?" And they may be like, "You know, she said that." like she's never gonna let me down that's cool she's never gonna let me down like that's and yeah, it, it's you it's, start building on top yeah of it. so you just find something real to latch on to and then you you just build an idea around that um but yeah it. i like i like having conversations and then in that conversation finding something that sounds like a song title i
2: see
1: that relates to our life yeah that yeah. Also relates that's to our life. yeah. currently going on with us i
2: see how do y'all stay humble as you're up and coming in this business? Travel
4: to different countries where no one knows you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think also being being involved, like we're going on tour this year with Dirk Bentley and Brothers mm-hmm. Osborne, and we have, we always have that view of like we look up to people, and we are still fans of music. And so you look at Dirk Bentley and the amazing career, and the amazing entertainer, and the amazing records he puts out, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. You know, we have something to look up to, and the brothers with their with their vibe and their energy. It's like, man, we still have a long way to go, and it's it's. I don't know if you get a big head when you look at those records and those artists. Here, mm-hmm. that's that's a know. tough spot. All of us came
3: from working day jobs too. like Yeah, mm-hmm. there's you know when we were first starting the band, we would just get together and rehearse and play shows when we could. But you know, every day we were I was working at Starbucks and. Trip was working at a carpet warehouse and so like and for a while a lot of us were doing
0: like we were doing it at the same time too mm-hmm. so like I just I, there's no way
3: that you can't think back on those times and look at where we are now and just how blessed we are to be able to play music for a living and, and not not be humbled by that thought totally you mm-hmm. just think like constantly keeping that in perspective and, and in the hindsight like, because you are going to grow and you know maybe for, one day we'll be selling out arenas you know and it's mm-hmm. like your head could get very big at that point. But you always remember just how fortunate you are to be getting to do something you love so much for a living. You know, and have this team built around you. And we have people around us too. You know, that have known us for years. And when we were doing that, you know, plan to five people, and it's like those people will always remind you, you know, and, and kind of keep you in check. And I just think I think it's, that's a good headspace to always live in. <laughs> you know, I think you have, it's it's an active thing for people. I think you do have to. Yeah. Keep
2: an eye on that part of yourself. Yeah, keep your ego in check. Yeah. Why do you all think country music artists are down to earth? I've got a friend who works here at the arena and he says the the Drake crowd, the Beyonce crowd, even their management can be quite arrogant, but the team here, whether it's the accounting department, uh those who just work in various parts of the arena, always say that the country music artists are so great to work with down-to-earth humble why do you think that is as compared to the rap crowd or
0: yeah i um i think that's i've seen that personally too (laughs) like the country community is awesome and there's been a few other genres that you've that i love the music but they're 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 not as interested in the community aspect i think there's a few things i think that one is the way that country music A lot most of it comes out of Nashville like as far as on a a massive scale like the music business side of it Mm -hmm. and there is an aspect where um, it takes a lot of time like most like Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw, like everyone's stories kind of all are like I was working a job, I started songwriting, I started playing in bars in Nashville and you learn early on that you have to be good to people you have to become, because if you want to tour with this person or if you want to play for this person or if you want to get your song in, whatever you have to have relationships you have to get to know people you have to and it 's a small town and everyone knows everyone it's it, you know and it's it 's not the smallest of towns but really in the industry word spreads fast and it 's just a community and so there 's that aspect of it of you good people help good people and and you see that like we 've gone out on tours and and um and seeing that, just the way that you treat people, that comes back to you. um And then also, you're not as young. Like I think sometimes other genres, it happens very fast, mm-hmm. very young. Yeah. So yeah. they're in high school or they're you know, and then all of a sudden they have a private jet. Yeah. Where in country music, there's a, there's it, it, that's generally not the formula. um But I think it just comes back. I think that country music has always had the community thing going. I mean, going all the way back to the Grand Ole Opry, you know, mm-hmm. it's like. There's literally a place where all these artists to all the country, but they all come together in the mother church and hang out and, and sing together and collaborate. And there's always been a community thing. And so because of that, it's like, when well, that's the foundation of your genre is everyone comes to the Grand Ole Opry and like sings together and collaborates and is happy to see each other. It kind of just, it's a tradition that's always stayed and it, it kind of, you don't even realize, but it just influences all of us. and so. It's funny you say that because they,
1: that's how they used to... I just had a thought in the middle of that. It's how they used to tour. Um, you know, they'd have eight artists touring together and each would play two or three songs. They'd hop up with each other. Yeah. The, and yeah. 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 And,
4: and we also... I feel like country tours a lot. Like, we stay really busy and, like, we have to be around each other a lot. So why not be happy and, and mm-hmm. be fun with each other, you know?
2: Yeah. Probably also we We come from a down-to-earth part of... The world where yeah. people are laid back and it's like a, a faith probably kind of goes into that a bit, and that leads to my next uh, two last questions. Does faith um, influence your music in any way? Did y'all grow up in the church or? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: I think that uh, you know we did. Yeah, we all grew up in the south. We grew up in like the Bible Belt of the United States, so. I think there is an aspect of that culturally that, that's kind of instilled in all of us, um, which are good, you know, I think there's a lot of good values in the South and a lot of good values in the Bible Belt. Um, but yeah, we also are all like, quote, men of faith. Like we all actually um, believe in that and, and believe in God and and, uh, and fall in line with that. And I think that um, the biggest thing that I think that it plays into, it somewhat plays into our lyric content. I think the biggest thing that it plays into is just the way that we treat people, like we believe <coughs> in in being kind to people, we believe is doing them to others as you want done to you. We believe in taking care of people, um, and and I think that we try and like show our faith through that, just being kind to people yeah. and, and, and loving people the way that we believe that the God that we believe in loves people, and so um, I think that it it, play, it takes a uh, it takes partner music, but it also I think more I think takes a role in our daily lives. How we treat people, yeah.
3: yeah
2: yeah great well thank y'all for your time and yeah this is great so absolutely yeah i hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams be sure to subscribe to zayla Mag at zaylamag.com s-e-e-l-e-m-a-g.com where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways and follow us on instagram at zaylamagazine s-e-e-l-e magazine till next time